This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome once again to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we are your hosts, I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray. Guys, this show is dedicated to the professional dog groomer. We're going to be showing our gratitude and our acknowledgement to all of you great groomers who were courageous enough to choose this gratifying career. Also, we have our YouTube shout-outs today, and we have our very funny comment segment. All that and much, much more when we come back on Groomer Humor. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Liquor Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Liquor Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back to Groomer Humor, guys. Once again, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray. Guys, this show is being brought to you by PetsAreKids2.com. Go to save a pet at PetsAreKids2.com. Use promo code PET15 and receive 15% off your purchase. Send in a picture of your pet with a purchase bottle and PetsAreKids2 will donate to a pet with cancer. Again, that's PetsAreKids2.com. Use promo code PET15 and receive 15% off your purchase. Anthony, how are you doing, man? I'm good. I feel good this week. It's snowing right now, but we're about at the end of February, right the day we're recording this. So uh, spring is right around the corner. Yeah, man. I'm looking out the window right now. It's just a white sheet of snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful out. New Jersey. That reminds me of that uh, of the song by Black Sabbath, uh, Snowblind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too sure that it's actually about snow, but uh, anybody. But it is about a white sheet of powder. That's uh, really, yes, exactly. Uh, uh, you know, our our <laughs> lovely Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, Snowblind. Oh. Love that guy. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. I was on YouTube recently checking out our channel. Have you seen uh, Maru and Hannah the cats? Wow. You mean the two cutest cats in the world? <laughs> the one, the ones on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Maru's like this like chubby little cat that like he he just like loves boxes and it, it's hysterical watching them. Oh, yeah. He's so good for the camera too. You could tell he knows when they're filming them. It's almost like the cat knows, "Hey, you know what? We can make a lot of money." Uh, <laughs> yeah. if you post one, post this on YouTube, I like boxes. What more do you need? You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. It's literally like, he's probably saying like, Hey guys, listen, I'm a cat. I like jumping in and out of boxes and I ride a sled. Let's make some money doing this. Right. Oh, you know, the it, sled it, one was amazing. <laughs> he, she's got like almost a million subscribers. <laughs> oh God. And it's a cat. It's but a cat. It, it's a smart cat. 
guys, I urge you, please go on YouTube and check out Maru the cat. It's I think it's M A R U. Hysterical. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're saying it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That cat is adorable. I could watch him for hours. I have watched him for hours. <laughs> Funniest cat ever, and the cutest thing in the world. I love yeah. that cat. Oh yeah, he's such a sweetheart. They love him too. You can tell. Oh God, yeah. I mean, talk about pampering your pet. I mean, yeah. the both of them. I watched a video of them, and it was just the two of them and the owner just petting them for like you know twenty minutes as they're purring and squinting, and then uh, Hannah just starts licking Maru, and it's oh. it's just it's just so funny to watch. If you guys like cat videos, I love. I, they're addicting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cat videos are some of the most addicting videos on the internet. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like riding a sled. Uh, you know, he's in a hammock. I can't even get into a hammock. <laughs> you ever tried? No, I have. You, you always fall out. Yeah, I want to know who <laughs> thought that would be a good idea. <laughs> They're not. You know, it's not a good idea. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And, and if even, you're desperate, but even if you get into one, like you know, could you imagine falling asleep in one and then like you know waking up and you, your back is just roached? You look like the the letter C walking around because you know you were spent too much time in a hammock. Here's the thing with hammocks: basically, if you're lucky enough to even get in one and fall asleep, why would you want to sleep in something that at any moment? That's like getting into a bed that at any moment can just break and you know it though yeah. because uh, like if you fall asleep in a hammock you're waking up with your face in the dirt it's just guaranteed <laughs> eventually you just flip over yeah i'm not a fan of having to balance while i'm trying to relax you know what i mean it's just not <laughs> it's hard to fall asleep that way <laughs> exactly i, I don't want to have to act like indiana jones while i'm trying to take a nap you know right. on the drawbridge <laughs> right. and, and, and somebody could cut the one end at any moment <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to fall asleep while you're on the treadmill yeah exactly <laughs> trying to fall asleep while you're taking a jog one time i was at a party and this is a true story i was at a party and i was like and they had a hammock and there was nowhere to sit so i'm like you know what what's the worst that could happen i'm just gonna sit on it my legs are still on the ground so no problem <laughs> dude within five minutes i'm doing a backflip you know down the yard there was a little hill you know so now i'm tumbling you know down a hill and all i was trying to do was hang out yeah I'm sure the beer had nothing to do with that too. No, no, absolutely not. You you were you were very very aware. No, it was vodka and electronic cigarettes at that night. I remember <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the electronic cigarettes. Yeah, the old, the old logic. Excuse me, I have to plug this in. <laughs> yeah, right. Does anybody have a USB port? I have to charge my cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so funny dude oh. yeah and plus even if you have a hammock or you want to put one up you know you got to get lucky enough to find two trees that are like you know perfectly uh, yeah. <laughs> spaced yep that's another good point about them and then they try to do the whole thing where it's like they give the ones with the metal supports and you don't need the trees but again how are you staying on that it's like <laughs> yeah. trying to take a nap while you're trying to surf it's just not you know i don't yeah. get it not comfortable Right. No, and plus, it, it, it's a summer thing. And again, all right, be outside. It's gorgeous. But it's like, you know, uh, just lay on the couch. What, what do you do? It's, it's hot. Let's go outside and make it really hard to hang out. I like the ones where, like, you sit in them, but, you know, the trees are too far apart. And yeah. when you sit in them, you're basically just sitting on the ground, like, because right. the hammock goes all the way to the grass. Exactly. They're a bad idea. They're a bad idea. I don't think they ever should have been invented. I don't get – here's the thing. Don't get a hammock unless you're at – that. what's that show? Naked and Afraid. That's yeah. the only time yeah. a hammock can be useful. We got to get off the ground because there's mm -hmm. fire ants crawling up my <laughs> urethra. Okay? So we got to get – we got to get – 
off the ground. <laughs> okay. That then I understand. <laughs> that I get. That I yeah, get. But I in get. your backyard in Clark, New Jersey, get rid of the hammocks. You don't need it. You don't need yeah, it. Yeah, you don't need it. There's no fire ants. Fire ants. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is why I love doing the show with you, man. It's it's yeah. just fun. <laughs> We haven't but, like, even mentioned grooming yet. <laughs> I know that's the thing. Like this yeah. is a grooming show. Yeah, um, called Groomer Humor, but we're talking Groomer. about hammocks, and fire ants, <laughs> fire ants. But uh, yeah, that's the beauty of having your own radio show, which uh, we're very grateful for, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's get to our topic. Before we even get to that. I want to give a special shout out to Sarah Jackson, who is a 10-year veteran dog groomer. Sarah, this show is dedicated to you and groomers like you. Thank you so much for your comment that you left us on YouTube. Uh, if you want to check out Sarah's comment, go to our channel, go to YouTube, Punching Grooming by Rudy, and uh, you can see all of our videos along with Sarah's really kind comments. So thank you so much, Sarah Jackson, and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, Sarah, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it really is dedicated to her and other groomers because that's her comment is what made us want to do this show today. So, you know, man, where do we start being a dog groomer? Wow, what a life. It's very, very tough. I mean, it's not an easy life. It's not an easy life being a dog groomer because, first of all, it's something that most people would not choose to do, I think, unless you really, really have it in you to be a dog groomer, which we have, obviously, being that uh, we've been doing it for so long. I don't know how you got in. I, obviously, you got into it through me, and, but I'm sure you'll agree. Like Once you start doing it, it's kind of like, man, I don't want to do anything else. Like I really love the dogs. I, I love being around animals and helping them. I, I mean, I think that's the main reason why most dog groomers get into it. You know, yeah, yeah. For me, it, you know, obviously it was a little different for me at at first because you know you're my dad, so I loved like hanging out with you all day. That was cool, and you know I stepped away a couple of times to try to go for, you know, more, I guess you can call them more normal jobs because you do have to be a little bit crazy to be a dog groomer. But I hated nine to fives. I'm a clock watcher, you know, and I love dogs. So it's like no matter how many times I tried to step away from this business, I always found myself just coming back to it because it's not a nine to five and you get to be with dogs all day. It doesn't it, obviously dog grooming doesn't come without its many, many challenges. But it, I don't know it, you're totally right. You're just kind of drawn to it once you start it. Yeah. Um, there's no other job like it, really. Yep. Yep. You know? I mean, it's true. I mean, I've even tried to bow out of it, you know, in the beginning because I was like, man, I don't know if I see myself doing this, you know, long term. And in the beginning, I was kind of doing it on the side and still contemplating whether, you know, I should keep my job and or do dog grooming full time. But after a while, as I got better at it, I was kind of like, well, wait a minute. I can groom a dog. I was grooming out of the house at the time. I can groom a dog in an hour, two hours. And, you know, I just made 50 bucks. Like yeah. nobody's paying me that kind of money for an hour or two. So maybe I will do this. And, and you start doing the math and you start going, well, I'll do two dogs a day and I'll do three dogs a day. And you really start to fall into it. And I think what's happening nowadays is a lot of people with YouTube and everything, a lot of people are actually doing the do-it-yourself stuff, and they're finding out that they can get good at it too. And uh, I think more and more people, because of YouTube, are going to be choosing dog grooming as a, as a career, and I, I really hope they do. 
you know? Yeah. It's also smart the way you went about it, like what you just said. You started off. A lot of people quit because they don't do what you did where it's you got to start with like one, maybe two dogs. You can't just go in full force and think you're going to do six or seven dogs in one day when you first start out. You know, it's pretty smart decisions on your part because you probably would have given up if you tried to just go, you know, dive right on in. All right, I got to do seven seven groomings in one day. Sure. You know, you're brand new to it. There's no way you you wouldn't even have the time. There's not enough hours in the day when you first start to do right. even five dogs in one day. Yeah. You know, now you can fly through them, but, you know, Right. As, you know, it's a great point, too, because, again, I think uh, a lot of times it's underestimated the work, the experience that you have to gain. It's not the kind of thing that you're going to learn right away. And that's what I meant by it's hard. It's a tough thing to learn. But with anything that's tough, there's always, you know, a great reward at the end. But again, it's just something like you just said, you're going to learn slowly. You're going to learn how to do one dog before you could do two, you know, and then onward. Because again, it's that type of profession where you really, really have to know what you're doing. And that's why I really want to thank all of you professional dog groomers out there, guys, especially people that have stuck with it for, you know, over uh, five years and, and stuff like that, because most people bounce. Most people bounce right out of this profession because it's just a very, very, very hard job to do without a doubt without a doubt yeah. a lot of people fall off like you said they bounce you know the precision that's required to do this stuff is that's what gets me these days but when i was younger and i would see you being nervous and uh you know scared I, you know i wouldn't understand until i started trying to do it myself a little bit and th- and nowadays man when i see you with a real nervous <laughs> dog on the table i just think right away how are you gonna scissor that how are you supposed to yeah. put scissors up to this dog's head who won't stop moving and keep your cool and not freak the dog out any more than he's already freaked out like yeah uh, god it really does take a special kind of precision and artistry really to pull off even one grooming you know never mind right. uh, an eight dog day sure and in that moment that, you know, you finally get the dog's attention, you're able to get like a snip or two and, you know, you have to worry about somebody walking through the door yep, and disturb, and, and now you're just restarting, you're starting over again and, and, or a loud noise, a truck going by, whatever. It's just really, it's a very tedious, tedious job. And again, the do- dogs are going to feed off of your energy. So like you said, you really got to keep your cool. You got to stay calm. You got to be patient. You have to, uh, if the dog's not taking to it right away, you may have to put that dog away for a while and take out another dog and retry it just to get like even something as simple as the bangs getting trimmed, uh, especially on a puppy that's never had it done before or anything. So it's more than just grooming. It's a lot of emotion. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of fear. Uh, you know, you don't want to hurt the dog. So you really have to put yourself in a, in a special place to go into groomer mode. Again, I know you groomers out there know what I'm talking about. You know, I've had sleepless nights knowing that, ah, man, tomorrow I have that really hard to handle dog. I have to really be careful. And I, he moves a lot. I don't want to get bitten. I don't want to hurt him. Or he tries to jump off the table every time I try to do a pad or something. All these factors that a dog groomer goes through. So it's, it's a very, very unique, different job. But thank God. Thank God we have dog groomers because what would we do without us, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's a good what point. Would, I, don't, I don't even know the answer to that question. What would you do? What would happen to dogs? Really, yeah. I think dog groomers are just so special. We are so special, and I'm and I'm so so proud to be one. You know, and, and dog groomers question it all the time. I'm sure, like, man, why am I doing this? You know, <laughs> how am I doing this? And how much longer can I do this? But man, 
I'll tell you, uh, dog groomers are just very strong. You have to be strong-minded. You have to be physically strong, and you have to be emotionally strong. You know, and and you gotta love people as much as you love dogs, because you're not just dealing with dogs; you're dealing with people too. You just gotta be loving, I guess. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and it's hard. It's hard to stay that way all the time because you know we have lives too, and things happen to us, and you know, and we get sick and everything else. So uh, we're always fighting to be the best we can as far as uh, grooming dogs. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you you have to keep yourself, and I see you do it every day, and I do it myself. You have to keep, you're in a constant state of awareness. You know, that blood's got to be pumping all day, and yet you have to keep your cool, and, you know, somebody walks in, and uh, you got to put that smile on. We do that part kind of naturally because we, we, me and you sort of run happy, but... Yeah. Um, but it is challenging on some days, you know, like you just said, you're working for 20 minutes to get the dog to keep its head still for two seconds while you can get this snip. And the second you finally accomplish yeah. it, the door swings open. Oh, hi, how you doing? And there goes that. Now time to start over. <laughs> I can't. Do you remember the time we had that dog? It was like, a, I think it was a border collie. It was a new customer. The dog was super, super skittish. It almost got away from the owner when we, when she walked in with it, it was like, we both said, we're not doing this, you mm-hmm. know? But then I, I looked at the dog, I looked at the dog's eyes, and I sized it up, and I said, you know what, Anthony, this dog's just terrified. I, I don't think this dog's aggressive. And you said, Dad, I got an idea. And I was like, what? And you said, let's get him in the back, and I'm going to lay down on the floor. And I go, yeah. Ant, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, okay. You don't have a hammock, though. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know? And you, you were amazing because you laid on the floor, and I just stood back, and the dog just started sniffing you all over you know and like you know he was like walking over you and and sniffing like your legs and your head and your face and all of a sudden he started to wag his tail and you reached out for him and then you go hey buddy and it was almost like wow the dog is he's like a different dog he just he he was afraid he was just scared of us but we went into this like you know you went into like this non-dominant whatever uh mode that you went into you decided to lay down and let the dog kind of just get its bearings and lo and behold we still groom that dog today and he's awesome now you know what i mean like great idea like we'll go to great lengths you know dog groomers go to great lengths to you know to break through to the dog you know yeah Yeah, that that was great teamwork for you to size him up and and realize he's not aggressive and then all right well i'm gonna lay down with him and and i'll let him own me i'll let him claim me he could stand over me you know it's not all but you know i guess swallow your pride sometimes hey you know i'm not i'm not in this business so i could tell dogs what to do so you know hey no go ahead buddy own me if it's gonna help you feel better you could claim me you can put yourself above me i I don't care that's fine if it helps you calm down yeah you know in that particular dog like, you know, I'm all about using, you know, the whole pack leadership thing too. Like the dogs do have to know that like you're the pack leader in the grooming shop and, you know, it gives them uh, most dogs a comfort level as well because they're, they're looking towards you for their security. But in that case, trying to be a pack leader and a dog that was that skittish, that dog was just going to jump out of his skin and run away. So it was almost like, no, there's no pack leadership here. There's more like, let's just make friends first. You know what I mean? And it worked like a charm. And like I said, we groomed that dog to this day. As a matter of fact, we've been grooming him for the past, I think, eight years. And he's one of our favorite, favorite dogs Mm -hmm. because he's such a sweetheart. But again, it's just this show's kind of dedicated to us professional dog groomers, what we do, what we go through. And uh, we really want to showcase you guys uh, because we're groomer advocates. 
And uh, a lot of times, you know, we catch a lot of slack too. You know, like you'll get like crazy comments like we always get. Like, uh, you know, you get people who don't know anything about this trade that aren't dog groomers. And, you're, you know, you're telling, you know, an experienced dog groomer that they didn't do that right or something <laughs> like that. And, then, you know, that's like that's like trying to say like a tree's not going to grow in the woods. You know <laughs> what I mean? You have no idea how ignorant a comment like that is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like going into like going up to an open heart surgeon, you know, and saying, I don't think you cut that at the right angle. That, that, <laughs> that valve, that aortic yeah. valve, that's a bad angle to cut the aortic valve. Right. You know, meanwhile, you know, you work at Dollar Tree and, you know, you use a box cutter and you open. Bo- exactly. That's my point. You're going to need it's the same type of personality that's going to go on and say, you know, you know, I would have used a box cutter to cut that valve. <laughs> There's Why so are you- much more sharp than a scalpel. exactly you wouldn't do that you wouldn't say something like that or tell a surgeon or a dentist or a hygienist how to do their job so guys if you are out there and you're like that pseudo dog groomer and you're watching an experienced dog groomer like myself and other youtubers who are experienced dog groomers don't be so naive obviously we know what we're doing and different dog groomers have different styles and i could respect how another professional dog groomer does something and they respect us too as well but again if you don't know anything about it you'd just probably just be better off not saying anything yeah, back it down. Secure it. Secure it. Lock it up. Secure lock it, it, lock up. it up. You lock it up. <laughs> you, you lock it up. You lock it up. <laughs> yeah, because here's the other part of it, too. Like, dog groomers, good ones anyway, usually either go to school to learn the trade or they take a course. Uh, they're doing something to become a dog groomer. You know, you're not just going to become a dog groomer. And no, th- there are some self-made dog groomers out there that have learned through experience. But in more recent time and i mean in the past 20 30 years there's plenty of dog grooming schools um as a matter of fact if you guys are in the new jersey area and you're interested in going to dog grooming school check out our friend erica salvamini she's at uh, just for paws pet spa and academy in lynnhurst new jersey check her out because she has a great grooming school and uh, aside from dog grooming she teaches reiki and uh, a host of other things so again if you guys are interested in this at all you know, go to grooming school, and uh, and if you're in Jersey area, check out Just for Pause Pet Spawn Academy because uh, they're running a great school over there. But like like I was saying though, most dog groomers are going to school and they're learning things. They're learning how to become professionals. They're practicing. They're learning about problems, skin problems, ear infections, diet, anatomy. I mean, you name it. They're learning this stuff, and and they are they probably know a lot more than you. You know, if you're not a dog groomer or a vet or or someone in the professional industry. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So it just pays to maybe listen to them. Like we get a lot of comments on our ear video, you know, because we're pulling the hair out and, you know, you'll get a lot of negative comments. Why are you doing this? And you're hurting the dog. First of all, not hurting the dog. If I was hurting the dog, I wouldn't be doing it, first of all. And the way I do it also is virtually painless to the dog. And again, as we've said in some of those comments, my question is, okay, do I pull this hair out or does the dog get a severe ear infection? What's cruel? What is cruel? You know what I'm saying? If you had an ear infection, do you kind of go through a little bit of uncomfortableness <laughs> to get the earwax out and treat the ear to avoid the ear infection? Yes. Same thing for the dogs, guys. You know, sometimes there has to be an uncomfortable situation for the dog to get better. 
That's a really good point. Sometimes a little discomfort goes a long way in saving yourself a lot of pain. Actual sure. pain. Discomfort is not pain. It's just you know, it's discomfort. Or it's you, do you know how, do you know many dogs I've saved from having a severe ear infection uh, yeah. simply from cleaning the ear out and uh, working with the customer and saying, hey, listen, you know what? I think I can get this under control. If not, you could always go to a vet. But you know what? Let me clean it for you. Let me see. Let me pull some of this hair out and take care of the infection, you know, or the pre-infection so it doesn't get any worse, you know, or at least clear it out for the vet so that now when you do bring the dog to the vet, the vet has a, a clean surface to work with. He doesn't have to yank the hair out or anything because it's done already and he can actually treat the ear before prepping the ear. So all around guys, dog groomers are in this to better the lives of dogs, not, not to hurt them. Uh, you know, we're here because we love dogs and we want to help. So that's just the way it is. You know, we, we want to, uh, promote this industry, especially the young people, any young people out there, this is a great career to get into, you know, but make no mistake. It's not an easy one. No, it's not, not at all. Speaking of helping pets everywhere, don't forget to go and check out PetsRKids2.com. What's really cool about them is they donate a portion of their sales to pets with cancer. Their goal is to help save 100 pets with cancer by 2020. Check out their website, PetsRKids2.com. Enter code PET15 for 15% off your order and a lifetime money-back guarantee. If you buy a product and email them a picture of your pet with the bottle, they'll reply with a picture of the pet they donated to from your sale. So don't forget, check them out, PetsRKids2.com. And don't forget, code PET15 for 15% off. Awesome. Yep. Great company. I love them. Me too. Yeah. So what else can we talk about? I wanted to hit on another factor as far as dog grooming. A lot of people will, like I was saying earlier, you know, they'll start working on their dog at home and then they'll do the, you know, the DIY and and, and they'll be surprised at themselves at how good they are at it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And even to that person, what I would recommend is... You know, if you feel that you're good at it and you feel like you can groom your own dog, chances are you might be able to groom someone else's too. But still, I would go to grooming school if you're interested. This isn't just for young people. You have a lot of midlife people that want to get out of the, you know, the corporate world, the nine to five. We see this a lot. And they've always had a passion for dogs. They love dogs. I urge you guys, go to grooming school, learn how to groom dogs and and learn slowly, even if you're 50 years old. Listen, 50 is the new 30. You have plenty of time. You could still do this career for the next two decades of your life, you know, on, on some level. You may not be able to, you know, be bathing large breeds like golden retrievers and stuff like that, but you still may be able to work on some small dogs. And again, very, very gratifying. Anyone out there that's looking to change a career even, look into it. A great opportunity for people, you know. You could always do it. Like you said, I mean, you're getting up there and you're, you know, you're selective on the big breeds that you take in, you know. So, yeah, you could do it. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be super, super young. You don't have to be, you know, 18 years old with the whole world in front of you and say, I'm going to be a dog groomer. You know, you could decide that at 30, 40, 50, whatever. Yeah. Look at me. I'm a stogie. You know, (laughs) I got varicose veins. You know, it takes a lot of effort to pull myself off the toilet bowl every morning. Trust me. (laughs) But, you know, I'm still doing it. I'm I'm, I'm going. Well, Here's the thing. You're you're at that age where you're starting to sit down just to take a pee. And uh, and, and listen, I understand. I understand. You know, yeah. you know, I like that, though. It's comfortable. Right. It's a very you're, comfortable position. You're no uh, you spring know chicken, but it's okay. N- no, I'm not. I think I've been hanging around with dogs too much. That's why I, I sit and pee. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but you have to admit, 
you've done it too. It's pretty comfortable. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, why not take yeah. a break? You know, when I started doing it, I started implementing it into my rotation, actually. Anytime I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning from a dead sleep, um, <laughs> I decided I'm going to put the days of going to take a pee and getting it all over myself at 3 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I decided to put those days behind me and just sit and make it just easier sit, for myself. Make it easier. Yeah. You know when you're in trouble? When you wake up from REM sleep, you go to take a pee and you don't hear the water. <laughs> that's right. when you know you, you know something seriously yep. wrong yep that's that's when you know oh i'm gonna be up for a few more minutes here cleaning clean up cleaning you know, myself and yep. yep and now see with that new notion with men because men are starting to catch on to the whole sit and pee now you have to get mad at yourself for leaving the toilet seat up yeah you know? exactly oh, i've done yourself, that to myself you know? too yeah yeah <laughs> Duncan, anthony yeah. yep how many Duncan. times have i told you me <laughs> To put the <laughs> seat down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You poor women. Now I understand because yeah. I've definitely gotten up in the middle of the night, forgotten to put the seat down and cannonballed into my toilet, <laughs> you know, and that's me trying to do the right thing. I don't want to take the risk of peeing all over myself standing because I'm, I'm half asleep here. So I go to sit and now it's worse. Yeah. And it's cold. Yeah. It's you know, I, I've, I've fallen in. It's cold. Right. It's very cold. Yeah. We've all fallen in human mm. beings. Uh, yes. Yeah. We're fascinating creatures, aren't we? I like how the show goes, though. You know, we're like we're doing talking about grooming and now now we're talking about sitting and peeing yeah it, it's you know it's a fun this is a fun show i mean that well, we can do that this is why we have <laughs> listeners because they never know what to expect we you know sure we talk about we reiterate ourselves plenty of times that's sure but that's just radio man we but we, we definitely keep it fresh no matter yeah. what because we, i never know where the show is gonna go i don't either it, it's a, it's it just takes on a life of its own but um yeah i just uh Thank you guys actually for listening out there. Really appreciate that for you guys, uh, you know, tuning into us and uh, making this all possible. So th thank you to all of our listeners that uh, tolerate us at best yeah, too. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys obviously like hanging out with us, so it's, mm. we like we, we love you for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, again, we want to uh, thank all of our professional dog groomers out there once again, and uh, just keep doing what you're doing. And uh, and you know, and you're always learning with this too. Uh, it's another thing. Even though, actually, I just turned 54 on the 17th, and I I'm learning more now about this than I ever have in my life. So it's one of those careers that's definitely going to keep you stimulated too. You know, you're you you know, you're always going to be. It it actually keeps you young. Yeah. If that in, makes in sense. a weird yeah. way, yeah, in a weird way. Yeah keeps you young yeah. but um we should move on i, I want to get to the fun part of, I, I we don't have many guys because we don't want to burn up all the comments and sometimes we don't we don't get a whole lot of funny comments but we've been averaging about two or three a week so we're trying to salvage some of them do you want to do the first one anthony or, or should i do the first one uh I, maybe you should do the first one okay I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do the first one i have it here i, I, I want to say something about that one though because i think it's very very uh go ahead okay though. yeah all right so here's what the comment says you guys are funny, but some of the things you talk about are not funny. <laughs> That's you guys are funny. Yeah. I, you know, I'm really glad that we're reaching out to our six year old audience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Because um, it kind of has that overtone, doesn't it? And like, like you guys are funny, but some of the things you talk <laughs> about are not funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, th that's like how I felt when I read it, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. not funny. That is not 
funny. That, yeah, you know what it is? It, I like what you said. It's good to reach an audience of all ages. You know what I mean? Yeah, you Get know. a couple of four-year-olds in here, <laughs> right, see what they you know. think of things, see how they right. see the world, you know? Yeah. So thank you for your comment. Thank you, Sonny. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, go tell mom that you're on the computer, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go tell mom that you left a comment. Go tell mom. <laughs> it's funny, not funny. Did not, that, that, that's how it made me feel. Like, or, right. But anyway, I, the second one is, I love this one too. We get a lot of these. I just don't know why. Look, I have two pit bulls that will F your ass up. Dude, I don't understand. Like, why do you guys want to see me get hurt? <laughs> like, 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 I feel like you guys want to sick your dog on me to see how much I can handle. Maybe that's it. I don't know why, because I never get those. Nobody ever says they want to see me get hurt. They always go to you. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I, yeah, I'm either getting, you know, shot with a knife or someone <laughs> wants, someone wants their dog to attack me. Like yeah. I, I, I'm just trying to help, yeah. I, you yeah. know? Yeah. Now, I don't understand. I, I would look at you more. I'm surprised that people didn't like you're more of like the Pope of dogs. You should be, you know, where, you know, how like when they get excited or like the president kisses a baby, like they should be saying more stuff like that. Like, oh, Rudy, the groomer kissed your dog. That's beautiful. Never lose that picture. But instead, they want the opposite. They want you to be mauled. Yeah, they want to be like, you know, they want to I think they want to like they want to see that like, you know, caught yeah. on camp stuff like, you, right. know, you know, groomer mauled by two pit bulls right. for trying to clip nails like <laughs> don't get me wrong it's gonna get a lot of hits but uh, i don't want to be the dog groomer though right yeah that's making headlines that's you know what i mean <laughs> that, you know that'd be like you know like world's greatest free throw shooter <laughs> misses game winning free throw you know it just makes headlines and it's it not it's, it's, yeah it's uh, not uh it's not expected yeah. so and I just want to let you know, too, he put a big three exclamation marks after. Oh, he gave you the three. Like, he really wants to see his dogs mess me up. Right, yeah, he's not screwing around. <laughs> not this screwing guy. around. This guy wants the pit bulls at you. At me. I, you know, I really hope he, he doesn't live in New Jersey because you know, <laughs> me, me now, now you got now you got to walk around yeah. and be looking over your shoulder. And the thing, he's got two of them, too, not just one. Yeah, I don't you, know if you, you guys have ever seen pit bulls work together, but they're a fine-tuned machine. Yeah, they're a bit burly. <laughs> put it that way. They're they're healthy. <laughs> but anyway, thank you also for your comment. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Know, you know what's funny about that comment too is now every time you do walk down the street, if you do pass anybody with two pit bulls, you're gonna look <laughs> like a maniac because you're just automatically gonna go, you know, get away from me, get away from me. You know, and, and it's not the person, you know, they're yeah, like, dude, what's your problem, man? <laughs> they're friendly as could be. Yeah, they're friendly. They're not going to hurt you. You know, no, it's you. I know it's you. What are the odds? Yeah, I'm paranoid. <laughs> so, well, yeah, thanks for the paranoid, uh, yeah. the paranoia there, commenter. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. Well, well anyway. listen, I just wanted to keep this one short and sweet. And I just wanted to, again, just, uh, Praise all you professional dog groomers out there, and thank you, listeners, for checking us out once again. Oh, yeah. As always, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. We'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We want to hear from you guys. 
You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook, follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure. And until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.